Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Polo. And Dr. Tom. Now, we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. But we're giving it anyway. That's right. Now, Polo is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional... Professional. Professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race, Race UK Season 4. So, let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling... The GNT Podcast. Clank. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to a RuPaul's Drag Race podcast. Podcast review. Okay, yes. so what we do is we review every single episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. We pick and choose, and this time we have chosen to do RuPaul's Drag Race UK season four. And it's such a close, it's, it's such a special uh, season for us because this is the reason we started so this podcast. A, yeah, we started this podcast a few years ago. We did because of season one, because of a local queen, the Vivian, Absolutely. who was entering it, and we thought, do you know what? Let's let's help let's her out. Come, let's give this thing a spin. Yeah, let's, let's do what everybody else let's is help doing. Out Vivian. Let's help out the Vivian now because I think people need to hear <laughs> she, us, yeah. so that we can tell them how to feel. So what we do is and we watch honest, each episode. Her profile needed boosting, didn't? Absolutely. Her? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 That, that's that's. I mean, mm-hmm. how oh, she's great she to us. She's yeah. very grateful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So we watch every episode live one time through. So we mm-hmm. watch it, and as we're watching the episode, we review it, and then we podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, um, as we are watching the show, and then we release it out to the world. It is one of the first podcasts out, so maybe when you're listening, you've already seen the show, so you kind of get our opinion on it. I have, I have a background in performing, profesh, professionally, professional, professional, professional mm-hmm. performance. Dr. Tom here is a working psychiatrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's all right. I, I do my best. You He's know. all right. Actually, um, you're, you're very good. You're very good. We, we We're not setting out to kind of like, Analyze. Conquer the world. Yeah, yeah. We're please, not- please don't put us on that pedestal, everyone. Please. We're not here kind of like labeling or diagnosing the queens. We just like to come at things from a point of view of understanding. Absolutely. Knowing that very often the queens... Um, behavior can be misinterpreted and you know the fan base can be just a little bit vitriolic at times we try to steer away from that and also we just love them as performers as artists as fashionistas as queens i mean first and foremost we are super fans who are watching the show and appreciating the talent because it is it takes it takes so much to do drag we adore them we're not here to tear them down we're here to give a bit of critique because yeah. we're fans of the show and we have opinions but we're not here to like slag anybody off in a major way but how excited are we for season four i mean yeah it's i thought we were going to have a break um <laughs> no, no we didn't no. we have just nope. finished off drag race canada we just and literally a couple of days ago finished off drag down race under. down under mm-hmm. Con- congratulations spanky jackson congratulations um, giselle lullaby yes and now we are doing drag race uk and look without further ado i think we should just get into it yeah needless to say we're incredibly excited and should we just greet these queens as they walk in and UK season four has started. We've just seen all of the girls walk through the room. We've paused it and we're here to talk. We are off with a bang. Um, no, they're shit. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave. We're not reviewing this. Shit. We're not going to do the show. Um, actually, we'll change their mind. We're going to do Philippines. Um, we should have done that when we had the chance, really. Um, so um, Philippines is actually amazing. <clears throat> we just not had a proper chance to... I mean, Baolo. I mean, what's in the name? Balasteros. Um, she is... The the things that I'm seeing, all of the memes I'm seeing of her reaction, of the things that she's saying to the train. <laughs> it's iconic. So, so many listeners have been in touch just to say that they love Baolo Balasteros and that that she's like she's cool but 
a little bit mad. I mean, after mad. one of the, she sent one of the drag queens home, and then the, you know they you know they always say something before they leave. Yeah, and that drag queen's last words were, "You got to see more of this," and then she goes. Not this, because oh, no. <laughs> I think it was a design challenge, or she was wearing such a. Apparently, she was wearing such a bad dress, and, and Paula was like, "Not this, <laughs> not this." And she not sent someone this. home because she really hated their shoes, and as she was saying, you know, you you know, you're amazing, yeah, you're a great yeah, yeah. drag queen, yeah, but. Those shoes. (laughs) Those shoes. I mean, she is just. She has standards and she wants to uphold them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And as do we. But on to. On to Drag Race, a season four, Meet the Queen's UK. I am clapping. I, I can just say that um, I, I can easily fall in love with this cast. I think I've already got gorgeous. my favorites, but we'll talk about it later. Let's go walk by walk. Look, first of all, this is first impressions. There are, what goes into episode one is so much. We have to talk about the every single queen that comes in, mm-hmm. You know, say what we think about them. That's one look, and then they always have a mini challenge. I mean, usually they have like a look that they have to show again, and then they're usually episode one is a look that they have to it's create. Us- well, which is usually two looks, a hometown create. look and a, a themed look. Well, you know, historically there have been um, episode one where you have to create a look. But actually, the standard for UK is you bring a hometown look and some sort of other look, and they're brought looks. But we'll see. We'll see how it pans out. So far, we have first impressions and the entrance looks. But we've got a little bit of the Meet the Queen stuff to draw upon as well, haven't we? I mean, so just, just quickly. Who do we have walking in first but Danny Beard? Oh, sorry. I'm so excited. My pen has flown so out of my nose. Danny Beard is a Liverpool queen, but her drag was a birth in Manchester. We actually debated quite heavily today uh-huh. if we wanted to go to Manchester. Manchester because Danny Beard was going to be there at one of the RuPaul's Drag Race viewings and we wanted mm-hmm. to see okay should we go there and watch it um, we get to hear Danny Beard you know see hear one of the extra queens in there and then gauge how everyone's reacting to each queen but Tom was just you were why were you you were so anti like, the idea that's like not how our podcast works I didn't know how we would do a podcast episode with our own raw first impressions. If we went to a viewing party, much as I really wanted to see Danny Beard. However, I do believe we've seen Danny Beard before, but in a very casual capacity. Because when we've been to Manchester and we've seen um, events hosted by the Holy Tea um, uh, kind of brand, I'm pretty sure Danny Beard has been there as like a bit, bit of a hostess, a bit of a kind of compare, that kind of thing. Pretty sure that we've seen her around before. It's funny you said that because I said that Danny Beard looks so familiar. I, I think that's where we know her from. However, she walks in giving us kind of like femme leather daddy, which I'm really enjoying. Very Tom of Finland, the mirror cap, the leathers. I, I get like a lot of kind of charisma from Danny She's very at ease in her conversations with the other queens. She seems funny, very off the cuff, very much a hostess. I've got high hopes for Danny. Yeah, um, it's confidence. Mm-hmm. It's walking in with a confidence, um, and there's and there's assuredness in her and and who Danny Beard is. Yeah, and you know you know that's 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 for me clearly visible. Amelia, I always find it funny when you see the first queen walk in the room and they have to have a conversation with the table or they have to have a conversation with, you know, the lighting or they have the conversation (laughs) with the mirror, you know. I think of Willem, really. 
Yeah. Having a conversation with a mannequin. Yeah. Oh, we've got some big girls here. <laughs> Hope they don't have diabetes. Hope they don't have diabetes. Just like as a little thing. So I don't mean to be patronising, but I, I, it's occurred to me that her um, drag name is actually quite a niche UK reference. So we have a kind of like presenter glamour puss in the UK called Danny Bear. That's where Danny Beard's name comes from, I think, because obviously she's a bearded queen as well. And the first we've seen on UK, but not internationally, we've seen bearded queens on Holland, Italia, um, Espana. I mean, we had Candy Ho. We had Candy Ho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had Willem. We had Willem. Willem again. Willem yeah. was the first bearded yeah. queen. <laughs> No, but um, I think that's probably where Danny's. Just anybody listening internationally, that's probably where her name comes from. Danny Bear, Danny Beard. Mm. Um, but she's she looks so. Pl- I love her beat. So the kind of like whited out, but like stark. Yeah. Um, I mean, you you said it. You said it all. I also want to say that I think I mean Danny Beard out of drag is a very attractive guy. Yeah, really cute. Actually. Very attractive. Yeah. Not that we tend to focus on that sort of no. thing. No, no. But I do are, want to say that we are chased. There is actually. there we is um chased. there is yes. an absolute. I mean the lips. The lips. I mean I I I knew you were Liverpool before you opened your lips. <laughs> Before I saw those lips, I was like, "She's a scouser. She's you know a scouser." You from Liverpool when you love an injectable. Next up, we got gorgeous. She's we got gorgeous. Baby, baby from London. Um, well, the first thing I think of is, I mean, she's she's beautiful. She looks beautiful. So, she looks beautiful. She's beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, I love that she's a dancer. Mm-hmm. She says that you know she tells us that she's the best dancer in London. So. So, you know, we have to believe her. We're expecting this girl to turn it if she's ever in a lip sync yeah. or a girl group challenge, I think. Mm. I mean, in, in the Meet the Queen, she said that she's London's Afro Pump princess. Mm. I mean, everyone, she does say there as well that she's a badass performer. She studied M- she studied music theatre. Mm-hmm. MT for those who know, but oh, okay. music theatre for those who aren't. Okay. So that tells me that she has a huge student loan. <laughs> <laughs> and that drag race is, you know, going to add to the, yeah, Drag race is only going to add to that student loan. So yeah. let's start making some money back. Let's start, you know, let's start helping her out, okay? She's gorgeous um, though. And I, I love when a queen uh, tells us that she's got some performance charts so we can look forward to seeing her perform in terms of her look like i think she looks really pretty it looks like a like a kind of like lovely dance costume to me a bit bondagey very glittery um love the red hair and she's gorgeous she's gorgeous and i can't wait to see her perform i mean i just it's her her confessionals look is very taste in the workroom mm. and mm-hmm. did you know that was kind of a her kind of like all black leather, kind of like punk slash well, bit, could, Black Panther. Black Panther, yeah. That's what that, I that's thought. That's what I thought, yeah, yeah, I love yeah, it. Yeah. Baby, I can't wait to see you lip sync and perform. And next up, we have Pixie Polite from Brighton. <laughs> so shade, so I can't wait to see you lip sync. <laughs> so you can sign yeah. her to the bottom too. No, but we can't yeah. wait to see you perform, baby. We can't wait well, to see well, you I mean, what are you going to do? When you, tell, when you tell the producers that you're going to dance the house down, Versace's boots, Primark <laughs> boots down... <laughs> I mean, you know, River Island house down, girl. I'm gonna drown you, in my River Islands. I mean, he's like when you tell anyone that, of course they're gonna be like, okay, great. This is a first and foremost, everyone. This is a TV show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, this is a TV it's show. A show. You're giving them ammo to create a storyline. If you're gonna tell them that you're the you, I am the lip sync assassin of the season. They're gonna be like, well, we're gonna give you a plenty chances, plenty of chances to show us that that permission. Yeah. Ladies, okay. I mean, if I just want, I just want someone 
to knock off the existing lip sync assassin right now. In terms of UK? Of, of right, right now standing in the RuPaul's Drag Race, right now the number one lip sync assassin to me. Who's that? Irma Gerd. Oh, oh absolutely. Course. Oh my gosh. Irma Gerd. No, Irma Gerd. Irma Gerd. Irma Gerd. She, I mean, she dances the house down um, next directory boots. I mean, she is just, <laughs> she is, she's the one. You know what? She's that bitch. Pixie Polite, as we said, from Brighton. Um, let's just say there's room for everyone. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm so joking. I did not mean that. She, walk, she walks in and can like, can like, well, uh, the 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 look doesn't speak volumes to me, but she seems kind of like cool camp performer. Now we know that she is drag sisters with Tia Coffee. Now I like Tia Coffee from her fashion, or did you just did she <laughs> say that? No, because <laughs> her fashion tells me that she's really close to Tia Coffee. No, let's not <laughs> dwell on that. Well, you know, Tia Coffee was a fantastic performer, very charismatic, and an excellent talking head. She just oh, like a little element of kind of fashion on the runway, but we, you know, not everybody has everything. What Doctor Tom's trying to say is that her fashion tells us that she's a comedy queen <laughs> she was super she was like the funniest girl of her season in many ways so talking i'm talking about funny. pixie polite i know i know but like i'm just defending to you because you, you sound like thought you thought right now I- <laughs> <laughs> oh wow oh wow um that, there, there she goes no, i mean pixie she's in a girl group with um tia so i've been following pixie for a while like oh great yeah so i'm aware of her um so she's talented she's a performer she can sing let's see what she brings so the- you know what's shady is that you're like you know um you didn't like her look let's be honest um, I mean, it didn't speak I mean, to me. first of all, first of all, the judges aren't going to be there when you walk through the workroom. So if you're spending a lot of money, make sure that they're, they're going to be seen and judged. Uh, what What do we say every season? Mm. Walk in in something that you don't mind being blasted by a fan, dunked in water, turned upside down. One of the girls in drag is Philippines walked in a towel. Walked in oh, in a towel. Oh, so good. She was so good. I mean, she she had a right. She's like, um, are you joking? I need to come up with money for how many looks? And you want me to waste more money on walking through the doors when no. the judges aren't going to be there? The, no. I'm wearing a towel. From this the from the hotel. hotel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this from the hotel that I was put in. So this, this was free. This, this I just got. No, I, I think, um, I, I hope Pixie sticks around because I really want to see her in like a performance girl group musical type Absolutely. Challenge. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, and like her hair and makeup is gorgeous. Don't get me wrong; just the 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 costume didn't like scream at me. That's all. I just want to say that as much as we don't like the entrance look, which you know sometimes it should have matter. You're putting words in my mouth. I didn't say no. I just want to say that we also didn't like Spanky Jackson's entrance look. And she won the season, Queen of Queens. So I just want to say that the entrance look. A lot of the times, it is like in in the the words and the words of Art Simone. It means nothing. (laughs) <laughs> it means nothing. I agree with you. Like, why nothing. throw money at a you know? Entity? Exactly. So. Exactly. So I'm sticking over Pixie because you're really coming for her, Tom. Pixie, forgive me. Okay. Pixie, so just me. and it's funny that you didn't like the look. And Danny, <laughs> to add to add like you know, to, to add salt to the wound. Danny's like, that's a glow up, really. <laughs> that that's a glow up. Well, no, but like Girl. I gotta say, her hair and makeup is really really lovely. It's just not like a really advanced. But we know that they, we know that there's more to pixie polite because and yeah. drag idol she came second in which danny came first so mm-hmm. we know that she's she's a very great drag queen and i mean 
I just can't wait. Why not mislead us? Willow Pill. Willow Pill walked in, misled everyone. She won the season. Oh, Willow. So this this Pixie no, might be just doing Willow the Willow did, Pill. She might be doing a Spanky Jackson. Willow did not mislead me. I saw her magic from the beginning. Tom. I was like, yes, come through, Ashley Tisdale. Do you know what? You, you're one of those ones that really hates someone. And then when they start doing well, you're, you're, you know, you're that person that's like, oh, do you know what? Um, I always knew that they were no. they had it in them. Roll but the you tapes. were one of the biggest haters. Roll the tapes. You're one of the biggest haters <laughs> when she walked in. And then all of a sudden she starts winning. And you're like, do you know what? How dare you? I always knew it. Roll the tape. I always knew she had it in her. Roll know? back to... Let's move on. Let's yeah. move on. We've got Sminty Drop from Lancashire. Now, Sminty Drop is the drag daughter of Gothy Kendall. Now, I just mm-hmm. want to say that it's so shady that when they announced that she was the drag daughter of Gothy Kendall, that the photo that they want to show... It's the photo of her in the Queen Elizabeth look. I mean, she has given us so much amazing agreed, looks. Agreed. And that's the look they want to bring up. That's shady. That's I mean, shady. Even her reunion kind of comeback look was absolutely flawless. Her entrance look was fun, actually. But anyway, I've, I've got something of a familiarity with Sminty Drop, knowing that she's part of House of Kendall. This entrance look is cute. It's very like motocross, Namilia, Bicala, those kind of vibes. Very like modern, very fresh. She serves that kind of drag to me. Now, she's in House of Kendall, but she gives me a bit more of a sense of confidence and a bit knowing herself a bit better than Gothy probably did walking in. I mean, Gothy's evolved over the past few years, but like walking in, bless her, she was, she was anxiety incarnate, wasn't she? Tom, I want you, it's been over two years, mm-hmm. but I'm going to throw this on you and you have to do it on the count of, I want a three, yeah. two, one. I want you to do this for me, okay? Mm-hmm. So let's see if you remember our first sound check. Mm-hmm. Ready? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall. Everyone, that used to be our sound check. It used mm-hmm. to be, ready? Okay, touch your mic. Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall. That was oh. our sound check. That's because she was really trying to make that happen. Episode one, UK but season she one. She made happen with us. I mean, yeah. Yeah. We adore Gothy. She's she's you know, she's the pork chop of the UK, isn't she? Um and she was so lovely. It was just such a shame that her confidence wasn't there at the time. But I, I really feel like Sminty is here to like carry the torch. I've I've got higher hopes for Sminty than than I did for Gothy at that time. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean yeah. I think we kind of found reasons for her lack of confidence. I think her teeth well, played a big she said part that herself. And yeah. like, that made me feel really, really sad because obviously it was about like societally imposed beauty standards. And I was so sad that she felt that way about her teeth, which she was very open about, bless her. Like, I, I understand, yeah. but then I also understand that for someone who is a look queen, mm. everything is about aesthetics. And I think, that, you know, I mean... I know, yeah. I know. I just feel that, I'd like, it just made me sad that she had been made to feel that way. Absolutely. I'm with you there. I'm with yeah, you there. Yeah. Now, Sminty Drop is just, do you know the word I can, I can come up with? She is young and enthusiastic. Oh, definitely. Yeah, she yeah. is, she's so young, enthusiastic. And it's and I love the fact that she's sitting next to Danny Beard because mm-hmm. Danny Beard's meet the queens. Danny Beard was um Danny Beard something. She says something amazing. She goes, oh, "I'm not one of those twinks to go out and buy a human wig and a leotard and cat 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 cow." And then and she walks and sits next to her, and I was just like, and her human "This is ex- this this is exactly who you were talking about in Meet the Queens." I'm like, "Is, is there?" 
Something you want to say? <laughs> something you want to bring up there? Let's see what Sminty brings. She's definitely gorgeous and she has a sense of confidence. Let's see what she brings. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Starlet. Starlet's from Surrey. I was just like, she's gorgeous. I am very enamored with her look and her aesthetic. So she walks in and I, th- I, I actually think she's directly referencing... Um, Audrey Hepburn, My Fair Lady, Cecil Beaton, all of that. With all this stoning, this looks expensive. She looks absolutely gorgeous. There's updo. The makeup is flawless. Updo. Updo. And also, the, when this girl talks, she gives me ASMR. She did in the Meet the Queens. I got tingles. ASMR. Well, you got ASMR. I, I got like, I can't be bothered. Really, I need to speak. But can you just no. look at me? Because I'm really pretty. I mean, and you know what? If I was that pretty, I shouldn't have to talk either. So <laughs> I understood her pain. Can I, I I just think, I hope this girl can sew to back up her look queen credentials. That's what I really, really hope. I, I want her to be like a well-rounded, gorgeous look queen because she's got such references. She's got like such reverence for old school Hollywood glamour. I'm with you. I'm with uh, you. Even so in the queen, she was Marilyn. She was... You know, she was Veronica Lake. She had all this going on. So you're hoping that she's a Violet Chachki and not a Simone? <laughs> yes, just Tom, let's want. just be real. Yes, you you, let's just call it for what it is. Like, Violet knows her fashion. She sews. She can make it. I hope it. she's a Lady Boom Boom. I mean, S- Simone mm. was a beautiful, gorgeous fashion queen. Model. But she, she did not. I mean, she did not know how to use There's it. There's a reason why there was only a, what? one sewing challenge on season 13 there it is yeah they realize much as we love simone uh okay next up we have done no hold on hold on hold on back it up first of all back it up, she's baby. only done one performance she's only performed once Never she is well. she is one performance more than scary cat when she came on oh, this scary cat what's she up to now i don't know I, I do even... follow her but i've not seen a post in a very long time i, I really don't know but she's only had one performance and I, I won. Quite, quite I'm, I'm like, hold on, way. your audition doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, your audition doesn't count, girl. Like, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. that's my first performance. Yeah, thank you. Now send, send it. The deadline's tomorrow. Hurry up, send it now. I mean, um, I mean, she's beautiful, but it does not bode well to not have any performance background walking in. Exactly, exactly. Starlet is, but you know, she's gorgeous. Oh, she's absolutely stunning, and I love that accent and that voice. She's pin up. Perfection. Yeah. Moving on to Jamba's Blonde from Belfast, a stylist. Now, that look that she walks in, why does that remind me of one of the looks that I've seen Miss Feynman? Because there's a very, like, Hitchcock blonde quality, I think, to her as she walks in. She's very, like, Grace Kelly. Okay. She looks like Veronica Lake. She's very chic, very, like, of that kind of early 60s a bombshell era. Um, she looks absolutely stunning. And even in her Meet the Queen, she she gave us um, very like Vivian Westwood. She's a fashion girl. She's a fashion girl. She told us she's she, she, um, been the fashion editor of several mm-hmm. magazines. She's walked the runways of London and Paris. She's East London royalty. There's everything that she said. And she's performed with Mel C, Nadine, Nadine Coyle, <gasps> oh Sam God. Smith, years and years, and Sophie Ellis Baxter. Nadine Coyle. So um, she's coming in with a lot of, you know, fashion credentials, which I'm loving. 
I could see John Buzz doing well. There's something about her. And she's certainly beautiful. I love this. This is one of my favorite looks walking in. She's so chic. Coming in all black. Mm. Next up, we got what? Well, you know, that leads us to Black Pepper. Black Pepper's from Birmingham. I mean, sure, her energy is just, well, not even energy. It's quite subtle. It's a, it's a confident. Yeah. It's a confident. Yeah, yeah. I'm that bitch. I've heard mm-hmm. of Black Pepper before. Um, and she walks in in this kind of like skin's height, fetishy, latex, pink catsuit. Absolutely stunning. With that braid. And there's just something about the way she moves. Now, Paolo, you as a performer, do you get any kind of like vibe off her? Um, no. <laughs> cool. And next up we got Jasmine. <laughs> um, what do you mean by vibe? Just like, I love the way she moves. She's got like a cat-like quality to her. I mean, she knows how to move. Mm. Um, the way she swings that braid. I just, again, she's another girl that I can't wait to see perform. I need to see her perform before yeah. I can feel a vibe. Um, all I saw was a really confident black woman she's coming gorgeous. here. And I mean, it was very, what was it? Like, um, Sindel with that Sindel hair. From- like, she's, I was like, attack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, choke someone with it. She's originally from San Matan. I have been to San Matan. Oh. Thank you. You I know what? I, her name. So, her name, Pepper, uh, her name came from Pepper Pig because <laughs> she said that she saw Pepper Pig hang up on her friend because her friend couldn't whistle. <laughs> wow. And she's like, okay, that's going to be. Can you imagine? I mean, can you we, imagine? What, what, what's that? What kind of friendship is that? I almost feel like Peppa Pig has been exposed over the past few years because everyone's like, oh, Peppa Pig, Peppa Pig, harmless childhood fun. My niece adored. Well, she doesn't anymore. She's grown out of Peppa Pig now. But like over the past few years, everyone's been like, well, Peppa Pig's a bit rude. Peppa Pig's a bit rude. But now she's clearly become an icon of assertiveness. And, uh, and kind of, yeah. Well, like, I mean, I mean, if, if she hang up in the fridge, she, she can't whistle. You know, I had a friend um, who idolized me, mm. um, copied, oh, copied, uh, she should. copied everything that I did, awkward communicator. And then um, I was like, hey, do you want to do a podcast? Did he start a podcast with her? <laughs> do you want to do a podcast? Um, and now, and now, I'm um, spilling the GNT happens, and three years in, we are. Oh, I mean, was that somebody else? Did no, you have another podcast. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Let's move on. We have got Just May from Essex. Now, Just May. I mean, this look is um, Jerry in the. Um, uh, I'm giving you everything, all that joy can bring, isn't it? Yeah. This I swear, which is actually my favourite Spice Girls song. Um, so, well, what do you think about Just May? Now, I find Just May really, really interesting. Okay. Now, she's got like this really, f- I'm going to call it a, quite a flat delivery. No, no, it's flazada. Very flazada. The word delivery. is flazada. Very flazada. Now, do you remember that episode of Come Dine With Me with the chap who had the crabs who died? Yes. That's I get that vibe off her. Stuart was is, the, is that the crab's name? name was Stuart or something. I think I think so. There was a big story about how much he loved Stuart, and Stuart sadly died. Obviously, very tragic event. And but like it was a very deadpan delivery, and that's what Just May gives me. Now, Just May is either going to soar to fan favorite status, or people aren't going to get her. I think she's going to be quite a divisive character. All, what do you think? What do you think? I think, uh, it's like, first of all, we here to show love to all of the queens. Of course. I just think that 
I, I just thought it was short. I mean, I thought it was just meh. Okay, okay. What did you think about her Meet the Queens? Did that add anything? No, again, again, it was just a... It was, it was a... I, I just thought there was a... It just wasn't there. There was it was just it just wasn't there. I think let's see. I what, didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get it. Let's see what Just May brings this episode. But we we may be a little worried about her. We may be a little worried about her walking in. Right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. I hope that we're wrong. I hope that she just like turns it. Yeah. I hope she becomes like the kind of you know, offbeat fan favourite. She's got that potential, yeah. but yeah. she needs to make that mark within the next episode or so. Yeah, because I don't want Just May to be just me. I want <laughs> Just May to be... Oh, no, she didn't. <laughs> I don't want her to be there. Um, I mean, this is a huge thing. This is huge. I mean, yeah. any anything can happen. Let's move on. Dakota Schiffer from Sussex, um, our gorgeous trans queen, Lovely polish. Trans queen on UK. Um, Well overdue. Well overdue, Now, you said something to me, like, do I get a vibe from Black Pepper? I'll tell you what I got. Mm -hmm. One thing that I would say about Dakota is um, her walk looked very awkward to me. The walk looked awkward. It almost almost like she was like, it was almost the gothic Kindle walk. So the confidence is maybe not there. Well, maybe the confidence is there, but not the confidence in the movement, the confidence in that in their walk. But the funny thing is that we've seen her perform. We have seen, we've seen her perform. perform. So that's yeah. not a an accurate description of her because we saw her in Manchester. We didn't even know she was going to be on the show. Just a few weeks ago. We went to our first drag brunch because um, we, we thought we should actually go to one. And she was there and she was sexy, sexy performance. Sensual, sexy. Um and like that's what we got from it. Very, very beautiful and polished as well. Yes. Um, gorgeous queen. I think what we're hoping for is that she brings something a bit more kind of you've you've got to bring everything to this competition. You've got to bring you've got to be a triple threat, basically, haven't you? So I really want to see her rise to the challenge. Absolutely. That, that's what I think. Absolutely. But she's I got lo- the looks and she's absolutely beautiful i love this color what color would you call this the what the color that she's wearing yeah it's gorgeous for me i mean it's kind of like a kind of like very very subtle peppermint green isn't it i think like a pistachio i was reading something i want to share it with you and everyone here there's this new thing that have come out you know for me i take this as a bit of fun about like what your favorite color says about you Mm -hmm. i'm looking at all these queens and the colors that they're wearing so what's your favorite color tom I'll tell you. I think it's probably like a very light. Don't get. Don't be gay. It's don't don't speak teal. in non-colors. My favorite color is uh, okay. lemon sherbet. No, none of that. Yellow, green, pink. No, just say things teal, like teal. Okay. Tom, like okay. that's green. Blue, green. If that okay. helps. So blue. If your favorite color is blue, you might have okay. Some of blue. You have a blue character. You're reliable. And you make a consistent effort to think of others, and you're an honest person. Right. What about so green? the traits of blue is honest, friendly, and reliable. None of that's accurate. What about green? Green, generous, positive, and diplomatic. None of that's accurate either. So, <laughs> if you're red, I mean... you're passionate, energetic, and ambition. 
ambitious. If your favorite color is yellow, what it says about you is that you're an optimist, you're very creative, and you're very good at communication. Do you notice that all these like massively positive affirmations? Well, Tom, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm going to pull a Eureka. Why do you always go straight to negative? Because ev- everybody has complexity in their character. Nobody's overall positive. I am. I am. So if everyone, if, if you're listening, not Tom, because Tom's, Tom's having <laughs> a, a moment. Debbie, I'm a Debbie Downer right Tom, now. Tom's having a moment. Um, if you're purple, if every color is purple, you are imaginative. <laughs> really you are intuitive. <laughs> so and, but, but you are emotional. And if your favorite color is orange, right, okay. then you are enthusiastic, you're social, and you are an adventurer. Okay. Let me just keep going through. If your favorite color is pink, <laughs> no. what it says about you <laughs> no. is that you're romantic, charming and caring okay we're, we're done with that now thanks for sharing if white was the color that you were talking about <laughs> and thinking of you're optimistic organized and serene okay thanks for sharing can we move on to the next queen? you are welcome everyone you know i'm all about education <laughs> and just helping everyone understand who they are tom something that i thought you'd be good at being a psychiatrist, but um, you seem to believe it or not being a psychiatrist. I don't think people's favorite Tom, colors please, represent please, um, personalities. We're talking about drag race. Like, <laughs> can we just focus, please? Thank you. Next up, we got Copper Top from a Chowdenham Spa. Talk to me, doctor. Uh, I mean, she's just super camp, isn't she? I like I like Copper Top a lot. I, I love like a queen with really camp sensibility. She tells us about her points of reference, um, Panto Dames, as she calls it, end of the pier track. <laughs> Like, she she reminds me a little of, of the likes of kind of Anubis Finch, um, Joe Black, that kind of like Southern Brighton-esque kind of high camp. Although she's from Cheltenham Spa, but it kind of like feels like the same region of drag. Um, I like her a lot. And um, yeah, I think she seems really cool and fun. What do you think? Um, I, I think she's got great energy. Mm-hmm. Um, a very confident energy, mm-hmm. very energetic energy. Right. Any um, other kind of energy? I mean, she's com- she's com- she's a comedy girl. She does she's she's done writing, so I think she'll be great with like a production producing type right, role when yeah. it comes here. So that's going to be great. Um, we just had a faux fur moment and a candy home moment again. Yeah. How old are you? But there was self reproach in the deliveries. I was like, but oh, how young are you? I think. I think Sminty realised and asking the question how kind of rude the question sounded. Um, I mean, she's 38 years old. So she's one year older than me. The nerve to ask a 30-year-old how old they are, as though they are old. Do you know what I think? I think it's because... I, th- I, think, these, I think these young ones better step, up, step back. <laughs> I think we really shouldn't be asking people their age in this context. But um, I, I also think that like... She's got like this camp old school sensibility about her that maybe elicited a little bit of curiosity in, you know, there may have been no harm intended in the question, but it's not up to us how it was received, you know? Absolutely. I think she seems really cool and fun and I would love to see her an acting challenge. Le Phil from Brughouse. I like her a lot. She's a singer, dancer. She does sewing. She is, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to lie. I was like... Um, season, who am I talking about? She does, um, bootleg. Oh, Yuha Hamasaki. 
I was like, oh my God, you, I was like, what you are doing? Here? I mean, particularly out of drag with the long hair and everything. Even you, but even she sees that on Twitter. She's like, everyone, I'm making a, I'm making a trip to season three, uh, season four UK. <laughs> but I see it. I see it. Um, so she's a singer. She's a dancer. She does sewing. You know what? If she does do all of these things, she's someone to look out for. I mean, it's noteworthy that she's from the same part of the world as Divina De Campo, who was a superstar in season one. Absolutely. She walks in also in a Gautier, like, 84-inspired look with the the Combra and the Velour. Like, this is a very high-fashion reference. Mm-hmm. So this girl's really, really interesting because she talks about performance but she clearly knows her fashion as well i'm very very interested in lafil i'm very very much looking forward to seeing what she brings oh um, it must be a brick house thing she's like i mean she... come from brick who else do you know yeah <laughs> who else do you know can do the split things things <laughs> in seven languages and five octave ranges who else do you know has cured coronavirus twice who else do you know has gone to every single planet in the world and come back in time for a show in manchester and at the same time london who else do you know <laughs> I was, I was like, this is about Brickhouse. They can do it all. What do they Brickhouse know? Queens can do it all. And silver dress. Yes. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think. The last and absolutely not least is Dr. Cheddar Gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. She gets her own soundtrack. She gets her own lighting. She gets a wind machine. Girl, they gave production made sure that they swapped out the carpet. You know, they, 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 they she got a grand entrance. <laughs> She did. Now, anybody who may not be a regular listener might not know that we met Cheddar Gorgeous a few weeks ago at Manchester Pride. She was absolutely gracious, lovely, funny, and articulate. We met her and her partner. Uh, we are rooting. For, like, let's, I'm like, going to be let's honest. Just yeah. let, let's just, let's okay. just put our bias out there. Yeah. Cheddar Gorgeous can do no wrong to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Chad Gorgeous could walk in here right now and punch me in the face and I'd still be rooting for her. She, I mean, Chad Gorgeous can walk down that runway in nothing but a diaper and <laughs> I would still say that she is beautiful, gorgeous. Her smile everything. is beautiful. I mean, I, oh, look, we're just saying that. Like, we're human. We, you know, we've never had our bias. Maybe we're, Maybe with Vivian... We did have bias with Vivian, but, we, but she's also but I mean, amazing. Exactly. So it's fine. But she won. Um, yeah. But Chili Gorgeous is just great. And look, it's not just us that say that everyone is everyone is saying that she's an icon. She's royalty. Yep. She's done the damn thing. And she kind of got the same reaction as, you know, when Aquaria walked in in season yeah. 10. Everyone knew her. The same thing as when Queen Kong walked in. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, shit. Should I leave now? She got that same reaction. So she is absolutely a force. And I can say that. She's got an artistic sensibility about her. We saw her a few years ago, actually, do a performance um, alongside Will in Alaska, doing a Brexit-inspired performance. Thank you, Next, by Ariana Grande. Very good. Um, When we met her, her look was very much inspired by kind of like the AIDS ribbon and that kind of thing. She's a queen who, like... Her looks are always conveying a sense of artistry and a message. And walking in, like I'm seeing like this paint spattered effect, almost like a Jackson Pollock kind of painting. I I just see Chadda going very far in this competition. And that may be biased, but she, I think she has the skills to back that up as well. I mean, she is walking art. 
she when is. We, when we saw her in Manchester, at F45 Manchester, in the, chair, the owners yes. are the best things you'll ever meet. Uh-huh. Um, they are. They, they are just amazing people. Uh, we met uh, her there. She came in full drag and then joined in the workout. She is such an amazing person. Lovely to talk to, easy to talk to. Mm-hmm. I really do want to see her go far, and I, I'm, I'm actually really excited to see what she brings. Really excited. I mean, Pepper. I, I just think it's cute how, the, how everyone was telling her how they've seen her do drag. Pepper, Pepper was saying, "I saw you in Birmingham. I wasn't even doing drag, but I saw you." Even Simonty was like, "Yeah, I saw you before I did drag. You know, I was a fetus in the womb, and I, <laughs> I saw you through the through through the you know for the layers. I saw you through the womb. Yeah, I saw so you, and I just time. want to thank you yeah. very much for what you've done. Yeah. This is the cast of Drag Race season four. I just have such a good feeling about this season. This cast is very exciting to me. I I feel a bit invigorated, you know, like not to diss season three, not to diss the Queens anyway, because the Queens were phenomenal. The production schedule was rushed. I feel like this time we're going to do it right. Absolutely. Um, before we move on and watch some more of the show, who were your top three just from this entrance, just from this beginning? Just pick a top three. There are a few. So I'm... Not a th- No, I'm asking for a few. I okay, want your top three. Let me say it then. Okay, Excuse me, you're interrupting me. Do you me want me to go okay. first? No. Um... <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> Danny Beard, this. Black Pepper, Cheddar Gorgeous. Okay, mine is Danny Beard. Mm-hmm. Of obviously Cheddar Gorgeous. My number three, I'm going to, I, ah, I'm going to say, I mean, not from her look, absolutely not from the look, but Pixie Polite. Okay, cool. That's my top three. I think she's got skills. Let's watch more. Before we get into the maxi stage looks, Mm -hmm. what are the max, what's the maxi stage? It's two looks they need to provide. The first one is inspired by the BBC and the next one I think is supposed to be inspired by like them as a queen, like a signature drag look. Okay. Cool. Is there anything in the workroom I mean that we need to discuss before we go into the looks? Nothing just may getting quite a lot of airtime, which is never a good sign. Bless her, but we'll see how that Black goes. Pepper won the first mini challenge. Congratulations. Did, which is a good sign. Winning the first mini challenge is a good omen. And it was kind of like a fun photo. I, I do think she was exceptional in that. She really showed off her like a flexibility in her dance moves, didn't she? Oh, she gave it all away in the first date. Mm. I mean, <laughs> I was like, you know, leave thou wanting more. But she was like, <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'll be darned if I go home first, RuPaul. She I want like, you to see what I can bring. So, so you know, here, here I am. I am. Have it all. You've paid for dinner. Have it all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, um, let's get into the first runway looks. We started with Cheetah Gorgeous, who's the BBC test card um, F. So, like, the, we're off to a running start here. So, I'm, I'm going to insert a bit of exposition because I think so many of these references are so, so British that maybe people around the world might not get them. But the idea behind the test card is long, long ago, there was no TV 24-7. And if you woke up too early or went to bed too late, there was no programs on. And we just had what was known as a a test card, a static image of this little girl with a blackboard and a clown for some reason. I think she was like the child of somebody who worked at the BBC. Um, And Cheddar has 
beautifully recreated this iconic image um, that anybody in my generation in the UK will recognize into like this almost like Galliano Fedor esque like clown kind of um, ensemble. And she really camps up on the stage. I love the clownish makeup. The dress itself is quite chic. I like how she's worked the black and white quality into it. Um, I just think this is gorgeous. I think she's done such a fab job here. I think it's nostalgic, and I think there's got a place in fashion, especially when you're being judged, isn't it? Oh, I think she's done such good. Now, I'm worried about Rue and Michelle getting these references when we come to the judging, but I think this is fantastic. I mean, I understand it. I mean, I think I think when I was growing up in New Zealand, I think we did have something similar, but it was just the stripes. It was okay. just the stripes. Yeah. Or if, if you got up early enough, what you'd see is like those broadcasted Christian <laughs> sermons. Well, I, I remember because obviously as a child, you get up pretty early, you get up before everybody want the cartoons to be on. And sometimes you're up before the cartoons come on. And I just remember this test card so vividly. And it was a sign like, oh, maybe I'm a bit too early. Go so um, go forage from zero. We've got Jombus Blonde coming in as the Blue Peter. This is really cool. So obviously Blue Peter is a, it's an iconic British uh, children's TV show with a very long heritage. It's been around for decades. Um, the emblem of it is a pirate ship in blue and white, a Blue Peter um, badge, which has obviously become a thing in, in Drag Race as well. And she's recreated this into kind of like an almost Vivian Westwood-esque kind of number with the high hair and this like flared mini dress with the tool. I think I, I'm, I'm getting like John Biz's fashion credentials here because she's transformed something iconic into, into like, fashion, into, into a clothing. fashion reference. And I think <clears throat> this is, she, she could have stepped off a Westwood runway. She looks great. That's a great look. LaFille's the Pudsy Bear. This is really cute. So Pudsy Bear is the mascot of Children in Need, which is a, a sort of charity drive that the BBC do once a year to help um, children and young people um, in need, obviously. And Pudsy Bear is this yellow bear. And LaFille has transformed this into like a 60s swing rack kind of vibe. I think this is really cute. She's got all the, the bits and then she's got the yellow fur. She's got the iconic patch over the eye. This is cute. This is cute. She's done a great job. Uh, Sminty Drop is the Antiques Roadshow. So I really like what Sminty's done, and already she's impressing me. So um, Antiques Roadshow, I think actually has been franchised around the world, so I think most people know what it is. It's a show where people bring in things they found in their attic and they have them valued, see if they're worth anything, if they're real antiques. And she's turned that into a kind of um, almost Guapé-esque um, kind of um, lingerie set. This looks really, really expensive. Um, I think this is really camp and silly as well. Um, her body is amazing. I, th I think this looks great. What do you think? I think it's really good. Mm -hmm. um, Sminty's impressed <clears throat> me. She's not going home first. She's this look not. is amazing. Definitely not. Um, she's She looks really, really good. A beautiful canvas for it too. It's like this, these molded, almost like armor-esque pieces. It looks very yes. like ceramic, which is what puts me in mind of Guapé. I mean, I can just imagine her inside a house and the burglars come in, but she's really a lamp, and then she's like, <laughs> "Wow!" and she starts kicking ass. I was like, you know, like yeah, you didn't know it, ha? Huh? Here I am. I was the lamp. Come on, lamp girl. I was the lamp all along. Come on, cast the shade. <laughs> shade. Okay, next up we got Baby, who is the Rasta Mouse. <laughs> so Baby looks really, really cute. So 
baby obviously said from the outset that she is sticking true to her heritage as a black person in the UK. And Rasta Mouse is a great sort of inspiration there. Rasta Mouse is a children's TV character. And she's got the martial hat. She's got the braids. She's got this very sexy little dress on. I think she looks really cute. That's a good look. Really who, high standards. Who so would far. you have done? Ooh, that's a really, really good question. Uh, oh no, I need time to think about that. Well, okay. Well, I'll talk about the <laughs> Curtis Schiffer. Oh no, um, so something. Oh, for, for, well, I'll, so, I'll be silent. Something for French and Saunders, definitely. Okay. Yeah, cool. yeah. Well, Both. Well, I would be like one half French, one half Saunders. That's what oh, I think. yeah. The two in one look. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Dakota Schiffer. This Anne is so. Blin. This is so cute because she's drawing on horrible histories now. I don't know if you had these in New Zealand, but Horrible Histories was a uh, books written by Terry. I remember the books. I read the books. Yeah. So I read them growing up and then they were made into a BBC children's TV series. And it's kind of like it's a fun camp, silly take on like the horrors of history. And I love that she, um, she's drawn on this for a reference. She's giving a sexy Anne Boleyn. I mean, she looks cute. She looks really cute. I, like I, I'm not being very critical this runway because I'm just loving the references so much. Um, like, I love how Dakota looks. She looks fantastic. She's gorgeous. She's yeah. a pretty girl. She's a pretty girl. I adore this by Danny Beard. So, um, Mr. Blobby, again, very weird British institution. He was like this weird character that arose in the 90s and became like this icon in the UK. It was very, very strange. He arose out of Noel's house party, which was like this Saturday night TV thing, back when Saturday night TV was a thing. Um and like he was just this weird pink blobby man in a costume with yellow blobs. And that's and he just went blobby, blobby, blobby. And that was like the whole joke. That was literally the whole joke. He had a single, he had his spin-offs. It was weird. It was a strange t- the nineties. Keeping up with the blobbies, time. coming soon. But I love he, he's given this a like a real Lee Lee Bowery twist. This is so, so cool. Like this is literally Lee Bowery as Mr. Blobby in this kind of like 60s swing mac with the pvc it's it's this is cool this is it looks elevated i'm looking at the details like it's really really like chic but weird and club kid and solely bowery i love it what about just may who's queen victoria's bust from east ender i think just may is really really inspired in in terms of this this is a reference point so you know, EastEnders, the soap opera, the um, the kind of pub, the pub in that is the Queen Vic. And there's a bust of Queen Victoria in that, like a bronze bust. And that's what she's drawn on as reference. I've not got a lot to say other than she's given this like a fun camp twist. Okay. You yeah. like the look though? You like the look? I think it's fun in camp. Copper Top, The Waitress and Two. I thought this was... Um... Rocky Horror Show. No, I do get where you're coming from, but so um, so Copper Top said going into this that her main kind of inspiration is iconic British comedians like Victoria Wood and Julie Walters, and there was a sketch on the Victoria Wood show um, where Julie Walters played this waitress, and it was the whole two soup sketch. Julie Walters is really, really good at playing like these doddery kind of very camp, very silly characters like Mrs. Overall in Acorn Antiques. And that's the sort of character she was playing. And I just, again, like I just love the reference. I'm just living for this runway. 
So you like the look? Oh, I I, I adore it. It's it's camp and it's fun. And I it's a big welcome to the UK. It's very it's, it's letting us know straight away. This is Drag Race UK. This is some of the things. Yeah. This is some of the pop culture references. Just just in case it, you forgot, you were watching is, the UK. Exactly. Look, if I, this is not Philippines, this is not Canada. <laughs> you're watching UK. You know, like some, we some, get it, we some, get it. Some of these references are very niche, but they're so so good. I'm living for this because I, I'm just I just got fizzy knickers watching this whole thing. I mean, we got Star Starlet doing Patsy. So Patsy, from and Apple. I know and, Patsy from Fair. Can I just say that I adore the fact that John Lumley is a guest. Judge this episode. She's a true British icon. I love this woman. Um, she's obviously given us so many iconic characters over the decades, but I think the one nearest and dearest to the hearts of the gays is Patsy Stone in Ab Fab. And here's Starlet giving us an interpretation of Patsy in a Chanel suit. But the key thing with Patsy is that she's beautiful and she's gorgeous and she's this retired supermodel, but she's not quite retired. But she's a mess as well. <laughs> and she's she's doing that to a T. I love the fact that Starlet, because she, she walked in looking so polished, and we're like, oh, does she have a sense of humor? Turns out she does. And she's conveying this beautifully through this look. Knickers around her ankles, bottle of Stolly Bolly, um, and just looking absolutely fantastic. I love it. And the, the, the catchphrase in the back as well, bitch troll from hell, amazing. And next up, we've got Lawrence Cheney. <laughs> no, not Lawrence. I'm oh, sorry. we got, who's this? Pixie. Giving, Pixie Polite and... Del, giving us Del Boy. So Del Boy is the lead character from iconic British um, comedy, um, Only Fools and Horses. Again, everybody of my generation will know this um, comedy show. Del Boy is like a wheeler dealer from Peckham in London. And he's he wears this iconic um, kind of camel coat. She's always trying to sell things, wheel and deal. And yeah, she's just like done this. F- I love a drag twist on like a masculine geezer character. And that's what she's done here. This is very, very good. Black Pepper is also Mr. Blobby. Another Miss. Who'd have thought that Mr. Blobby was such an icon to be inspiring drag queens 20 years later? She done made it fashion though. So hers is more. Do you remember um, Willow Pills? Um, Oh, yes. The, um, so that was by a designer called Eda Birthing, and this gives me very Eda Birthing vibes. I, mean, I think Eda Birthing is US-based, so I'd be surprised if this is actually made by her, but it might be. I don't know. You know, um, Black Pepper may have contacts, but yes. So we saw a Lee Bowery version, and this is like an Eda Birthing version, but so cool. I love the overskirt, very alien, very different, very, very gorgeous. Like... I, I, I've not got a bad thing to say about this runway. I hope some of them suck on the next runway because I don't know who'll be in the bottom. I like that Mr. Blobby was done twice, but done differently. Mm. I think that's good. Do you feel like you know Mr. Blobby now? No, not at all. <laughs> now we have signature drag. So we do. In my, in my opinion, I think most of my waiting would be on this look because A, it tells me all about you. And the thing about the first look is it's it's more about your character um, in fashion, and this is more about you. It's a bit and your drag. Making more of a statement here, yeah. aren't you? Starting off with she's gorgeous, uh, looking gorgeous. Um, so she's giving us the kind of like this bronze warrior goddess sort of look. I'm seeing little elements of like McQueen with like cage panniers. I'm seeing bits of Mugler with the kind of metallic bodice. I think she looks fantastic. I think she looks really put together. 
um, very avant-garde and ready to um, to to fight. Frankly, that face is art. Absolutely, the face is art. I love that look. Did somebody mention art? Yeah. John Burr's blonde. I like this a lot as well. I think John Burr's looks. She's very like oh, the set. She's very like Farrah Fawcett means meets uh, like evil Knievel. Um, and she says that about her dad's motorcycle leathers being repurposed for this. Um, so the the look itself is very up to date. It's very modern. It's very Namilia. Um, we get with this like seventies vibe about it. So I I think she looks really cool. Her body looks amazing. I like that a lot. Yeah, it's just like a sexy biker chick, isn't it? Like a motocross chick. Yeah, polished. It's it's put together very very well. Yeah, Le Phil. The Phil is also looking really, really gorgeous. Now, she really puts on a show with this whole like chiffonography that she's doing as she walks down the runway. Um, very, so she describes it as like an East meets West kind of Union Jack meets China. Um, and she talks about the symbolism of the color red in Chinese culture. Um, just, she just looks really, really cool. She could be on like a Delara Findicolu runway. It's, I mean, you're right. It's look. And what did we learn about the color red? It's lucky. It's passionate, energetic, and ambitious. There we go. And you're right. It's 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 a luck, which wow. is why they have um, in Chinese New Year. They have red envelopes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, they have red envelopes, Tom. Thank I know you things. For sharing things. that with this the is the crew. third red look she's worn. Is it Lafille? Well, what did she do for BBC? No, sorry, she. No, she. I'm wrong. What I'd did like she walk? Stop. What did she walk in? No, in she was orange. She was yellow. No, what did she walk in? in? The orange. Oh, that's really. orange. That's not red. Okay. Oh, oh, what? Sorry. Yeah, I'd like you to stop spreading lies about Lafille. <laughs> stop spreading this information on the podcast. That'd be, you know, that'd be really good, Paolo. We know you're listening. Just don't listen to Paolo. Sminty drop. Sminty Drop, yeah, I cut you off. Sminty Drop is, um, I mean, this is gorgeous. I love it. This is really, really cool as well. So again, like, she's kind of like Bride of Frankenstein meets uh, Marie Antoinette, but done by Richard Quinn. So Richard Quinn obviously does, like, these kind of, um, like, feminine and floral gowns with lots of, like, silks and ruffles and stuff. But, like... There was that collection where he contrasted that with like hard PVC, like leggings and body stockings and stuff. And it's giving me that kind of vibe. This was a blonde Marge Simpson at the wedding, fashioned up. Marge moved beyond that battered Chanel suit onto this. (laughs) I love that Chanel. Mm. Oh, I love that Chanel episode. Next up, we got Baby. In red. This is cool. Now, I'm really getting, like, a sense of who Baby is. Like, like she says when she walks in, she likes to combine kind of, like, her heritage and black culture with kind of, like, this this twist, like, this alternative twist. She mentions how the the hair is inspired by a traditional Nigerian hairstyle. And she's giving me kind of, like, the streetwear, like, this puffer jacket that's been dragged up, like, corseted and with the cutouts. She looks really, really cool. Yeah, I love it. Mm. I love this look. It's it's very something that I would see on um, Monet Exchange. Yes, I could imagine. Yeah, definitely. Because Monet gives that, like, streetwear Mm. with a drag twist vibe, doesn't she? I'm really liking it. Yeah. Dakota Schiffer. Now, Dakota walks out. Now, Dakota looks really, really pretty, but I think this is one of the first looks that I'm kind of thinking, ooh, if I'm trying to think of who's maybe not scoring as highly, 
Dakota looks so pretty, but I'm not getting such an elevated vibe from this. So she's got this lovely ruffled mini dress with the Bardo neckline. Um, but there are, I guess there are some elements that I don't feel are going together because like the silks and the softness look really, really lovely on her. But I don't really get it with the gloves and like the Dr. Zhivago furry hat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So overall, I'd say Dakota looks so, so pretty and so lovely. But I don't get the vibe as strongly as I get with some of the other looks. I mean, I thought the look was cute. Go off, Sess. I thought the look was cute. I mean, um, don't get me but wrong. But it's not she, as elevated. That's it. She looks beautiful, but it's, it's just not quite as elevated as some of the others, I would say. And, like, I feel like I'm having to split hairs to start to think about, like, who might not be in the top. Oh, Danny Beard. Oh, so, I'm loving. She looks great. Like... You know, the, the, the bodice is kind of like, it's like 80s Mugler. Um, it's very like retro future. The hair is very like Grace Jones with this kind of like flat top vibe. I, this just looks really, really cool. I'm going to, I mean, I love this look. I love the the kind of like, you know, the, the is it a wig? Yeah, look, yeah, I, yeah. I'm it like, is I'm a really wig, but it's more of a piece, isn't it? Like Grace Jones kind of. It's very that great. Iconic Jones. look. My thing is that um, I mean we can't say it. It's much too early, much too early. Uh, I can't wait for the next episode, and I'm hoping that um, that there is a bit of mix up with the makeup. I like think, in the well, sense that remember got got mix um, face. Her drag is the white face, but she only did it. Once in the beginning, mm-hmm. when she was showing who she is, and then every other week she changed it up. I think Danny's probably enough of a professional to show us some versatility there, I think. But I love somebody giving us their stamp, their their kind of um Yeah, this signature. is episode one, is that this is yeah. who I am, this is my drag. And yeah. you're right, this is signature drag, and I think that Danny Beard looked amazing. Definitely. Next up we've got Just May, again giving us a very Jerry, Jerry Halliwell vibe. Again, I would say similar to Dakota, I'm seeing that she's really, really pretty. The hair is big. The make the mug is beat. the The shape is really, really lovely. She's very hourglass, and the dress is nice. But again, I'm getting like slightly less elevation in concept compared to some of the other queens. Maybe I like the dress. Did you? Yeah, I did. I think that you know the idea of her face being on it is really, really cute, and that's that's really, really nice. But yeah, I, I didn't feel as much elevation personally. Okay, next up we've got copper top. Now, I mean, Graham took the words right out of my mouth, like, little orphan Annie's all grown up. That's what we're getting. And, you know, as a famous redhead, I'm sure that's who she's drawing on. I really like how there's, like, this reclamation vibe with this. You know, ginger fag becomes ginger and fagulous. I love the message and the performance aspect of, of this 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 um, runway presentation. What do you think? Um, I mean, compared to other, the other looks that I've seen, it's it's not as... I mean the word the word is elevated. It's, maybe, maybe. But it's got a message in it, and I think it clearly um, tells us who she is. And this is her signature drag, so it's yeah. not for us to define. Or I guess it's very camp. It's drawing on like a musical theatre vibe, and there's a message. So I, I I respect what she's done today. I mean, I think she's a great drag queen. Um, it's just not my favourite look. Okay. That's all. Yeah. You're entitled to your opinion and I won't take that away from you. <laughs> now, Starlet looks stunning. Oh my stunning. gosh. Talk about a feast for the eyes. Bloody like, hell. She's gorgeous. This 
this is just stunning. So she's given me Ete, kind of like old school. Um, I mean, looking at it, it's a corset with chiffon, chiffon coming off the back, but it's so, so elegant. And stars that are arranged in like a wing pattern, like it's a bit Ete. It's a little bit Hedy Lamar, you know, with that kind of like stars um, kind of outfit that she had, that iconic look. This is gorgeous. She's done a very, very Absolutely. good job. Like, she looks stunning. Pixie Polite. Go on. You started, so you'll finish. Is, is, is wearing materials that are on her body. <laughs> Pixie. Pixie's giving us a very camp look. And I think this is Pixie's drag. You know, this is her signature. She's, she's very camp. She's very entertaining. This look is, is fun. Um, probably not as high fashion or as high concept as some of the others, but it is really, really fun. She had like this flared tail. She had the kind of bodice. Um, it's cute. It's cute. But I would say, like, again, compared to some of the others, I'm not seeing quite as much maybe elevation. But she does look really, really cute. And I, I really appreciate the camp aspect. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate the camp aspect. But, um, I mean, you, she just walked after Starlet. That, I mean, <laughs> Which is unfair. In, in a way, they had similar sort of motifs. You know, she had, like, Starry Night and she had a Sunny Day. Black Pepper, when I say oh. I want to eat her... Like, I want to eat she her. I want to go and bite gorgeous. her. I want to bite that shoulder. I want to bite that crown she's wearing. The purple looks like the Canterbury purple that, I, you know, that, that looks like the wrapper, which makes her look even more like chocolate. And I'm hungry. So, you know, obviously she's from Birmingham. Cadbury's chocolate is from the Birmingham area. It's from Bourneville. So this is clearly the reference that she's going for. Now, do you remember Kate Scott Claus did a Bourneville look? But it, it was not. It did not translate that well. This is beautiful. Mm. This is a beautiful interpretation of that theme. Now I don't care that the headpiece fell off. Same because she worked that runway. She's really, really beautiful. The gown is stunning. All this ruffled purple silk, like Cadbury wishes. Cadbury wishes they had her as a as a mascot. I mean, I love it. I love it. Oh. Now, Tom, episode one. Ideally, for me, I wouldn't want anyone to go home. I don't. Th I don't think it's fair to send anyone home in the first week. And Let's I would love it if they just let let us have Let's one episode on. where everyone stays, mm -hmm. uh, especially because it's only the looks that we get to see. And I think before someone goes, they should be able to show you what they look like, what the, you know, how they present physically in drag yeah. and how they perform in drag. And I just wish that we got to see both of those before we started plucking people out. Definitely. Um, but however, however, we have to make some decisions. Easy. So for me, the, um, <laughs> easy, he says, easy. well, for me, the tops is Cheddar Gorgeous, mm -hmm. um, Gothic Kindle's daughter, Sminty Drop, Sminty Drop, and I also want to say, uh, can I just jump in? Um, Starlet, Starlet, but also potentially Danny Beard, also potentially Black Pepper. Yeah, I think those five are all vying for top three status. Okay, I, I think we can say that. So Cheddar, Sminty, Danny, Work, um, Starlet, and Black Pepper. Who do you think should be will be lip syncing, or who are our bottoms? So I'm going to say. Three. In terms of the first runway, it was much of a muchness. They were very, very well done, and there was a lot of really beautiful looks. I'm kind of resting it more on the second runway. So I'm going to say 
The ones who I think could be looking at bottom two or bottom three are just May, mm-hmm. maybe Pixie Polite, mm-hmm. and maybe Dakota Schiffer. Okay, um, oh. I would put Copper Top as as well. Um, there. Okay, I was very enamoured with her first look because it was a Victoria Woods and Julie Walters reference. So I'm I'm seeing my own bias there potentially. Um, however, I just love her camp. Um, I w- I, I'm going to say for me personally, May, Pixie and Dakota. Okay. They're lovely. And they they I can see the work they put into these packages, but it's a tough week. There's a lot of really good looks in this one way. Um, is Pixie there? I'm, I, I'm I'm putting Pixie in the bottom three. Yeah, great, yeah. cool. I think I think those will be um, my bottoms, and we've already seen the tops. That'll be. Let's have a look. Let's see what they do. Hopefully, everyone stays, but we'll see. Congratulations, Black Pepper, first yes. win of the season. Gorgeous lady, and she's become our first run runner. With um, special mention to our other tops, who mm-hmm. was Starlet and. Got the Kendall's oh, Sminty Drop. Sminty Drop. So many names to learn today, guys. Yes, yes. So many um, names to learn. The bottom three is Dakota. A Dakota Schiffer, Just, Just May, May, and Copper Top. With Copper Top being safe, and the lip sync is between Dakota and Just May. We so. may disagree a little on that, but I saw the camp in Copper's. I, I, I wouldn't have put her in the bottom necessarily, but I do see what people mean. People, you, the judges, about kind of perhaps less polished than the others. But there we go. May and Dakota, our lovely ladies, are in the bottom. I I mean, Dakota ate. Let's just say, Dakota oh, ate this. She ate. And you know what? For me, it was maybe in the first five seconds when she just gave that kind of that stank, that grunt, mm. that arm with her face straight yeah. away. It was, it was a, all fear of everything that I saw was gone. And she just became this performer. And I was, I was like, Oh wow. And then girl, she started getting her steps and she was yeah. going left <laughs> right. She was going around. I was like, she was, she was making sure that she, you know, she left her paw prints all over that stage. And I also want to say this. I love that she, was patient with her headpiece that she yes. took it off specifically yes. in the time when the lyrics said her blonde hair. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, girl, she, I mean, it was good. She was good. She was sexy. She was, yeah. um, she was a stunning, but she was a great performer. I don't have much to add to that, really. I just thought she was every inch the model, which really suited the song. She was strutting back and forth, serving face. I mean, May's adorable, but this just was not her song. I think when queens have very kind of graphic paint like she has, it's so hard to like express and like be sexy and that kind of thing. And that's what this song called for. So I'm sorry, May. I don't think this is your song, but no, I, I, I was really, I really think Dakota served it and she deserves to stay. Dakota absolutely served. Mm. Very good lip sync for her. And we were right. They have sent home just May. Congratulations, Dakota. Um, Dakota, for that um, that lip sync. You deserved to stay. You fought for your spot um, to find another week. She served. uh, It's just bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) It was nice meeting you. It was nice seeing you. Just May. There's something really intriguing and quirky about May. I think she's probably made an impact and she's quite memorable. It just... 
she just wasn't able to bring it this episode. And as she says, she's done a Jerry Halliwell and made an early exit. Absolutely. Yeah. It's also hard. Like episode one, there's so many queens. Yeah. So many in, in new queens, new talents, new things to appreciate and, and the beauties of their drag. And it just gets easier and easier week by week, won't it? I feel like Please, though, please, Tom, like please. Made, please make it easier I, I week like by week. I made a lot of impact and I can like, I've got like a real feel for them already, which is unusual. And next week we've got a girl group challenge. Oh, I'm excited. I'm so excited. I can't in wait. So season, there'll be like a five and a six. I need to know who has the range. Uh, does she have the range I'm very excited does she have the range Uh, look that's us for now everyone thank you so much for joining us you know weekly we have it we have the podcast released as soon as the episodes are out Um, we do our best we do our best to get it out as as soon as possible you know if we're not busy living (laughs) that life thing that we all have hi that highfalutin life so, so make sure you're following us on Instagram on Twitter and we've just started posting some things on TikTok we don't know what we're doing we are old um, so you know if, if you see us on there give us a like or whatever yeah, and apparently still photos don't cut it anymore yeah. so we're, wa- we're wandering into the world of video we're just trying to be young trying to keep up with the hipsters yeah, uh, but thank you so much for joining us this is Bolo <laughs> we'll see you guys next week lots of love guys see you soon